Hey there, and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited to educate you on all things real skin science. Over the past five years, I've gone from working as a dermal therapist to a clinical educator where I worked with some of Australia's leading skincare companies, learning so much about the skin and science behind how it all works. And now I'm here to share all my knowledge with you. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everybody. I'm really excited for today's podcast episode because I have the beautiful Nancy with me and we're going to be talking about all things light-based and photonic devices. So Nancy, when I put the shout out into all of the different Facebook groups to look for an expert in this topic, like I couldn't even count how many times people recommended you. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I need to find this woman. And I have heard of your name before and have seen you around the bend pretty much my whole career. But I guess putting two and two together, I was like, oh yeah, why didn't I think of you? So I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit more and just learn more about these amazing devices with you. So I'll start by getting you to introduce yourself, your time in the industry and what your specialties are. Fantastic. First of all, Kelly, um, I want to say it's an actual, you know, an absolute honour just to be here in this space with you. Um, So thank you so much for inviting me and having me on your channel and on this podcast. Um, Super excited. And, you know, look, I love education. Anyone who knows and follows me knows that education is my, um, my strength, especially with aesthetic devices. So, um, thank you for, for having me on and allowing me to show off my skill set and my knowledge. That's it. So much knowledge um, that you have. <laughs> yes. And I'm happy, more than happy to share it. So what's knowledge without sharing, really? That's exactly right. Especially in this industry when it moves quicker than light, like you need to keep on top of it in order to stay ahead of the game. So how yeah. did you first get into the industry? And can you tell us more a little bit about your business and your training business? Sure. Um, I'll take it back right from the beginning. I actually studied um, a Bachelor of Education and I um, specialised in adult uh, education and science. So I started off many, many years ago, 20-something, I won't give away my age, but 20-something years ago back then. And I owned several businesses. And the last um, business I had with my sisters was, was called Facial Attraction Laser and Skin Clinics. We had um, about 15 locations actually across Melbourne and mainly we specialised in uh, aesthetic treatment. So we did do beauty, um, but really our, our, I suppose, the biggest game changer for us was um, IPL and other devices, radio frequency, and we had all sorts of skin tightening um, procedures and skin clearing and, you know, results driven. All results, exactly, all results driven. Um, and so, like I said, that's how it, how it started with one location and then it kept increasing um, to a point where oh, it was amazing, but it also meant that my daughter and I weren't seeing each other very often and um, we didn't have a life. So um, sold those up about 10 years ago and I started um, contracting for uh, as a trainer to Global Beauty Group. So in my clinic, I was doing all the training and marketing. Um, and so with, with that, they asked me to come on board. I was there for about seven years. So I had no idea, but this totally makes sense now. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so 
So, yeah, contracting, I had 10 trainers who, um, who were working with me at the time. And then I ventured out on my own. Um, oh, well, this year will be four years now. So that's when the Australian Dermal Laser Institute, even though I had been registered um, much, much, much longer than that, um, that's when I started showcasing myself and my trainers. So we've got trainers in every state, um, well, nearly every state. I do feel sorry for, for Tassie and and the likes of Canberra, they miss out. Sorry, we Tasmania do have... and Canberra. <laughs> I feel sorry for the Canberra people. I'll come there. I promise I'll come. <laughs> I know there are a few people from Canberra who listen to this. So yes. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. So I do get there, but obviously with um, COVID happening and the last few years, it's restricted my movements, but hopefully onwards and upwards. Um, but essentially, yeah, so any device, um, since since going out on my own and becoming purely the Australian Dermal Laser Institute, uh, we train for several manufacturers, um, both, you know, low, the sort of um, more affordable end of the spectrum, right up to, um, you know, the more medically um, driven devices and the bigger manufacturers and everything in between, of course. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, that's so cool because there are so many people who will buy these devices and then they're like, now what? And, you know, the people selling them in are often salespeople. They're not really therapists or sometimes you might get an engineer on the off chance, but that's really awesome that they've got somebody as knowledgeable as you that they could be like, Nancy will help you. <laughs> yep, definitely. I mean, look, some, some manufacturers decide or distributors decide to have their in-house training um, and they really do tra provide training that is just device familiarization. Um, they don't go above and beyond that. They are restricted to uh, the protocols that the manufacturer you know, has put out there, of course. Whereas what I do, because I've learned um, about all the different devices and how to push things, you know, in, even in my own clinic, I'm able to give what we call off-label um, protocols and, and outcomes. Off -label. Yes, who doesn't love off-label? If you can use it for other things, why not? But I think that too comes down to then understanding the skin and understanding how these modalities actually work at their core science because then you can really tailor that to every single device that you're working with it might just be a little bit different based on what their like products and protocols actually are but I feel like I'm a little bit the same with skin because a lot of the like previously for me and I'm sure most people know this I've worked with skincare companies and they have in-house trainers but they're just teaching people how to use the skincare brands they're not actually that's teaching it. people about the skin and what's going on in the skin. And that's why, like, I'm like, well, here I am. I'll help you understand the skin so then you can better yeah. recommend the products. And you're doing the exact same, but in the laser world. So that's so awesome. Yeah. Yep. And I love what you're doing. The more people are more knowledgeable about skin and devices, you know, the better the industry and the more respect we gain as well as a whole. So Totally agree. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for the rest of this podcast now. So what first attracted you to laser technology and advanced modalities? Like it is quite unique because, you know, for me, I'm such a skin person, but like it doesn't really tickle my fancy at all. I almost want to shy away from that because to me, it's such a world of unknown and it's so scary in a way. But you're like, no, this is like my everyday. Like, you know, it like the back of your hand. So what first attracted you to all those technologies? I think um i i love gadgets first and foremost if you come into my house there's gadgets everywhere so i love gadgets <laughs> if you can make your life easier why not 
Um, but really it's the results. If I can achieve, um, you know, results that you can visually see and, um, and I always say to anyone who, you know, listens to, you know, or reads my articles, I'll say what we're doing isn't beauty therapy, it's confidence therapy. We're definitely changing people's confidence and that comes hand in hand with the results. Massages are nice and facials are great. I love a good facial, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if we can change someone's skin, their tone, their texture, um, and actually change their confidence, well, why wouldn't you? And this is where devices are a little bit different because we can make that change that's visible and long-term as well for, for the clients who come in to see us. Quite quick too, I would imagine, compared to a peel, am I right in saying that? Yeah, and again, peel definitely has its time and place. Totally, you know, um, I love my peels as well. Yeah. But um, we'll get those results much, much quicker because we are using, you know, devices that create that controlled um, wounding, whether it's thermal or mechanical. We are you know, creating that, that wound healing response, but in a controlled manner. So I can tell you're so passionate about this, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> so just before we hit record on this podcast, I was saying that like, I'm excited to talk to you about laser technologies. And I did want to talk to you about all the different types. Um, for example, there being like carbon facials, Pico laser, Q-switch, BBL, IPL, RF. And you corrected me and you said, I know that you've mentioned lasers, but you're also talking about things that aren't necessarily lasers and that they are light-based and photonic devices, which for me, like that just shows how out of touch I am. And I was saying um, before we hit record, like my only ever experience with laser has been working in a laser hair removal chain seven years ago with a stock standard Candela laser. Yeah. So I really, like I see these things in the industry and I see different um, different companies and different brands and different businesses using them. And if I ever get to a trade show again, I know in the past when you go to a trade show, you'd see all these devices and it almost just blow over my head. So I'd love if you could share with everybody listening or watching this replay a little bit more about the difference between lasers and light-based and photonic devices. Okay. So as a, a, an umbrella, I guess, whether it's a light-based or a photonic device, if we just take it back um, a notch, basically a photon is a packet of light. So when in our industry we're, we're talking about you know, photo rejuvenation or phototherapy or photodynamic therapy or photonic devices. It just means it's a device that's driven by light. Um, and laser is a, a, a photonic device. So is LED, so is IPL. So any device that emits light is photonic and they're under that one umbrella. Now, the thing with laser, it did um, come about, you know, before IPL did. Um, and it, I suppose, concreted its reputation but roughly about 20 years ago well actually a little bit more now probably about 25 years ago I see how quick time goes hey <laughs> hey there I hope you are enjoying today's episode if you are a beauty therapist who is hungry to learn more about skin science skin histology and skin concerns and really level up your confidence around treating the skin and getting real results for your clients then I have something for you my course, Upgrade Your Skin Science Knowledge in 10 Days. When I first started on my journey, I really struggled to find resources online where I could learn more about the skin that didn't break the bank and really help me to develop as a therapist. And over the past few years, I've had so many others tell me the exact same, which is exactly why I created it. 
So if you are listening to this and you've been searching for an amazing online resource that teaches you lots about skin, then check out my course, Upgrade Your Skin Science Knowledge in 10 Days. And don't forget to use the code SLU for Skin Lovers Unite, SLU50 to get 50% off your purchase. Now let's get back to today's episode. Um, like if these things just keep evolving, which is why I love devices as well, because it always keeps changing. Um, but essentially with your um, laser that was, you know, out here, um, you know, about 25 or even more than that, 25 years ago, then IPL was, um, was invented. Um, and then from that you had diode lasers and so forth. So um, everything does have its, have its place. And I think each device has its pros and cons. Um, but I like to speak about not only just the generic, but also more your broadband, more um, if we can actually look at, you know, not just one wavelength, but multiple wavelengths, then you can do more with that particular device. So I have a little bit of a thing. Um, what's the word? A love or a passion for IPL. I also love laser, but I feel like IPL, if you know how to use it in the right way, that is manipulating the settings, so posturation, the wavelength, you know, and your, and your fluence, your joules, um, you can achieve results the same as you can with, say, a laser, but because you have more wavelengths and it's all broadband, you can do a lot more. So for someone who's coming to purchase a device, and like you said, it becomes so overwhelming. It's like every manufacturer will say that their device is the best. Okay. Like, I think everyone will agree with that. Um, I think what you need to do is figure out your why. Yeah. Why are you in business? What is the main um, core um, driving or driver of your business? Are you wanting to really do hair removal and only hair removal? Then, yeah, maybe a laser will be, um, you know, sufficient. But if you're if you're wanting to get on um, and into all the skin different you know all the different skin treatments rather then that's when an IPL will serve you better because not only can you do hair removal and super pain free actually super hair removal with it you can do all the various skin treatments which I think is what sets therapists apart you've got some who just do hair hair's pretty yeah. easy would you agree yeah oh totally I used to bang some. out whole like legs and Brazilian and underarms in like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you don't need to think too much about exactly you know, weight right. and posturations and settings. Whereas with IPL, yes, it's a little bit more, you know, we need to use our, our, um, our yeah, brain a little bit more, I guess, and knowledge um, and uh, be able to apply that. But there's so much more you can do with, with your IPL. But it depends on what the clinic's why is. What are, what are they? What are they trying to achieve? Do they want to make changes in people's lives via their skin or is it really hair? And then from there, you need to look at companies' um, support. You know, they're going to give you the marketing support. Are they going to give you the training support, clinical support, engineering? So there's all these different things that when someone comes to buy a device, they need to be thinking about those factors. What do they want to achieve? How quickly do they want to achieve it? And how much did I want to spend? That's a big one because I know some of these machines can be <laughs> upwards of like 90, 100,000. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I think that also what you said, um, you know, what sort of business do you want to have? What do you want to be known for? But also what sort of therapists do you want to be? Like, do you want to be someone who's happy to do waxing of brows and legs? Or do you want to be somebody who loves facials? Or do you want to be really advanced and get into these advanced modalities where you really get to put the almost like the lab coat on and get really technical, which is yeah. that sounds really fun. Like 
thinking back to it, that's actually why I first got into the industry because I was like, oh, that's so cool. I want to be doing all these cool machines, but not quite a dermatologist. Yeah. Um, just my career went completely up the other way. I'm more the let's put a peel on your face and <laughs> create change that way. So I've totally forgotten this side of the industry and it's so refreshing to chat to you about all of this. Yeah, well, hopefully, who knows, you know, we're, um, you know, obviously opening up and coming out. And I say that because I am from Melbourne. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully we can see more clients and, and make those positive changes um, in their lives and by their skin, essentially. Agree. So I get a lot of questions about, and I need to stand corrected here, I was going to say laser modalities, but we'll call them less light-based modalities. Yeah. Are you able to briefly share, if it is possible to briefly share, like the difference between how a Pico laser works versus a Q-switch versus maybe a carbon laser and BBL? Because so many people will message me saying, have you seen this new BBL? What does that do? What do you think? Or have you seen these carbon treatments? What do you think of that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you have to be quite knowledgeable in not only the companies that are actually manufacturing these devices, but also in what they're treating and the end result. And I haven't had experience in either. So I'm like, eek. like, I guess you don't know until you go, either go and do training in it or you go and experience it, it yourself. So You'd be the perfect person to ask. Oh, no pressure. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like, if you can briefly explain. (laughs) All right, let's see how we go if we can summarise it. Um, (laughs) Essentially, you're right. You know, with training, this is something that we do. People come, they have training, then they'll decide to buy the device. So really great idea. One way of doing it. But anyway, in a nutshell, with a laser, laser is essentially one wavelength. Um, it's coherent beams of light, which means all of the light are traveling in the same direction, in the same, um, I want to say phase. So all the all the beams are traveling exactly the same way. Um, it's what we call high peak power and a shorter pulse duration. So with laser, and it's a principle actually called photomechanical um, or photoacoustic. And so light acoustic and light mechanical. So, yeah. yeah. So really short pulse durations and like I said, high peak power. So the intensity when the, when the light hits the skin is quite high. Um, however, lately, probably over the last five to 10 years, um, lasers have now been able to mimic, funnily enough, IPLs where they're actually emitting a longer pulse duration. So less power, longer pulse duration, which is what an IPL does. And they've um, been able to come up with, um, well, not come up with, but utilize the second principle of light and laser, which is photothermal. So light and heat. Um, So like I said, laser is photomechanical or photoacoustic, whilst um, your IPL is, is photothermal. So although they're both light devices, it's how the light is delivered. Like I said, one is short and fast. A Pico, um, if we take it back one step further, um, a Pico laser is delivering energies in picoseconds, which is really, really, really short pulse durations. And it's definitely photomechanical. There's no no thermal trauma being created, which is why it's amazing for whether it's melasma, because we're not wanting to heat up the melasma, otherwise we get oh rebound. Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. I've literally had <laughs> the biggest light bulb moment then. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so with melasma, you don't want any heat at all. That's right. 
You can use a Q-switch, which is delivered in nanoseconds, but there may be some thermal residual heat in the skin, which is not ideal. Um, but nonetheless, picosecond is going to deliver energy without it being, um, you know, there's no real heat um, being, you know, distributed into the skin. Um, with your laser, you've got so many different, you've got your Erbium laser, you've got your rubies, there's, you know, the um, Alexandra, which is your candela. Um, there's a whole, you know, CO2. Um, now, depending on what laser you have, they have various applications. But the most common laser we'll focus on is, is the 1064 Q-switch. Q-switch being quality switched, which is delivered in nanoseconds. With that, generally, you're, you're able to treat um, tattoos, not all colours. You're limited um, by the, with the colours. But you, you can treat tattoos. You can treat some pigment and vascular lesions. But again, um, a little bit limiting because there's so much power you end up with a little bit of downtime um, more so than IPL and then with different attachments you can turn a 1064 Q switch and you can add on a crystal and make it a 532 so with the 1064 we can like I said you can you can double the frequency and make it 532 nanometers um, or you can add on um, an, another tip, which might be a carbon tip or another applicator, depending on your device, for carbon facials. Yep. And what your carbon facial does is we're applying a, a carbon cream or a carbon lotion. So we give the light a natural target. Yep. Um, and if you're putting that lotion on and the way you're supposed to put it on is nice and deep with the gauze so it enters into the pores well, I itself because I always thought it might like is it just a novelty treatment because if people are just applying it superficially then like it's just taking off that what's it actually doing so there's right. the heap of questions that people have asked me too that makes yeah sense. well it needs to be some people put it on with a brush and I think you're not pushing the That's carbon right. into the pore with a brush or a, uh, a cotton round um, a gauze is going to be the best way of really rubbing and pushing in that um, the carbon. It's so it's going to have some sort of yeah result that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you want it you wanting it to enter the pore. So when the light hits the pore, it's cleaning the inside of the pore out, and it's actually slowing down that sebaceous excretion, which is why we you know it's great for um, acne type skins. Yeah. Um, so it's giving you a bit of a superficial um, exfoliation. Um, generally, we follow a carbon treatment with what we call laser genesis. So this is laser genesis is where we're actually heating up the dermis using um, long pulsed, um, usually it's 300 microseconds. Okay. So we're using a long pulse to heat up the dermis to instigate collagen induction. Yeah, that makes sense. And I know so many people in the industry love laser genesis. They just get obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. And look, the it's result a great, pretty great. Yes, yeah. So anything where we're creating that thermal trauma in the skin, we're hitting the water in the skin, causing it to, to basically vaporize, will then essentially get collagen induction, um, you know, occurring or happening. That makes so much sense. Yeah, we have IPL. <laughs> so IPL is um, intense pulse light. And with that, there's lots of different um, other you know, acronyms you might find, you might find SPL or SIPL or BBL or VPL, there's all different. So IPL had actually been trademarked. And so lots of companies then after that couldn't use IPL. So they came up with BBL, broadband light, variable pulse light, um, super intense pulse light, SIPL, and all these different 
um, uh, Gyms. Yeah. Acronyms? Is that what it's called? That's what it is. Um, anyway, so they, they actually um, abbreviated those and because I couldn't use IPL. But nonetheless, now, you know, that trademark, who knows? I, I don't think anyone's chasing anyone. Yeah, that's uh, the same thing with the hair removal had been trademarked by Alma Lasers and now everyone uses SHR. So, but IPL is, um, it's not mono, monochromatic, it's polychromatic, uses so many different wavelengths, usually starting at 400, about 420 nanometers, going up to about 750, 755 nanometers. Um, and the filters, depending on the filters, some filters will allow all of that light through from the 400 to the 700, depending what you choose. Um, and some filters are what we call double notch filters. That's a whole nother kettle of fish. We won't get into that. Um, but nonetheless- They've got to go see you for that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I could, I could talk about this all day, but I won't, I know we're on a oh, time. I love that um, so much. <laughs> so yeah, with IPL, you could treat anything from acne um, to pigmentation to vascular. You could do collagen induction or what we call photo rejuvenation. You can treat hair. Um, and in fact, I've been lately treating, um, not treating, but teaching rather, um, hair removal with IPL um, for blonde, white and red hairs, which normally you can't treat with your six to 700 wavelengths, but oh. you'll have to attend training to. Yeah, that. that's all right. <laughs> My gosh. And is that thing considered like off label or? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because so many people would, well, so many brands would be scared to recommend that. But like what you're doing is you're taking the science of it and making sense of it to do that. Yeah. That's so cool. So all, all we're doing is changing our chromophore. So instead of melanin in the hair, we're targeting the blood in the hair. So we use a completely different filter and, te and technique um, after waxing. This is why it's so important to actually understand these things because then you can actually leverage your devices. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so Yeah, it's such a big world. <laughs> and I'm so glad we're doing this because I think sometimes people feel like they're missing out by not having all of these devices. But just through listening to you there, hopefully people can kind of make sense and be like, ah, oh, okay, this is actually what I need in my business. Or, okay, well, I do have this IPL device in my business. I don't need to upgrade to the next latest and greatest thing i just need to learn how to use that device properly so right. I'm really happy that we're having yeah. this conversation it's just you're such a wealth of knowledge i'm like i'm happy to speak to anyone and come back again <laughs> if there's a particular filter or treatment you want to talk about and discuss um we'll but speaking of filters <laughs> i will probably hold you to that <laughs> oh, no worries like i said i'm happy to give away my knowledge um but yeah, just going back to the whole filter thing, one underutilized filter um, is either the 580 or 590 wavelength. Um, a lot of um, clinicians won't use that. And I think neat use it for stretch marks, for wrinkles, for rejuvenation, for tone, for texture. Um, it's it's uh, it's really under underutilized. So I think if you know how to manipulate settings and use wavelengths for other things other than, than what the manufacturer says, you can make a lot more money. But not only that, you can actually change people's skin. Um, and like I said, their confidence as well. That's right. And that's what we're all in it for. So I wanted to ask you about actually then combining treatments and modalities, because I love doing that with my skin. I love, you know, experimenting with 
doing an enzyme mask followed by a peel followed by led or i might do like a lymphatic therapy mask followed by peel followed by led but i have been told by others in the industry that you are the queen for doing this so i'd love to know from you and once again for everybody listening this is off label <laughs> so don't go and do this in clinic and be like well i heard on the podcast and then go and complain to your manufacturer or the skincare brand because you've had an adverse response just yeah. like this claim out because we both know what that can be like um Absolutely. so off label recommendation coming ahead but what is your favorite combination of treatments to do oh geez um i would have to say you know when you're combining led is like a given you know that's, you right. do that's what i think it's safe like it's for everything and everyone and it's a really really effective way of prepping the skin because you're increasing the cellular energy the atp in the in the mitochondria yeah. so led um and well before that i would probably do epiblading so i'd go epiblading followed by led followed by either radio frequency and um and or ipl and finishing off with a needling treatment so you've got one that's actually exfoliating, one that's increasing ATP, one that is actually um, bulk heating the skin to stimulate the fibroblasts and needling is going to create a mechanical trauma, um, again, to stimulate fibroblasts, but also um, your epidermal growth factor beta-3 and your interleukin-10, which is anti-inflammatory and also reduces, reduces the size and the amount of... Um, the melanin packets or the granule, the melanin granules. So you're doing all these different things. However, you must test patch, like you said, disclaimer here, you must test patch every single modality first. And you wouldn't go in and do all three or four devices. Brand in new client, first time. That's right. First time, no. And you'd build it up. You'd do one, then you'd do two together. Then you would do three together and slowly, slowly build it up and test patch. There is, or oh, there are products calls that we have um that we offer we've also got a the advanced not the advanced ipl it was the um combining modalities workshop we've got it for 99 dollars at the moment so i'm gonna buy that just for yeah. my own knowledge <laughs> yeah so that's a great way to refresh or to learn a little bit about some devices if you're if you're new to devices um and it's also discuss how to combine and when and why to combine the different modalities so it's just a replay of a workshop that i did last year um but you know like anything you must test patch you must make sure that the skin is um is prepped beforehand with ipl not ipl with led um skincare your tyrosinase inhibitors and also like prepping with needling as well yeah. And I think too, understanding the why you're doing it because like, and I love that you backed it up then all too often I see, you know, different specials and it might come up as an ad on my Facebook and I could be wrong in saying this is too much because I haven't done this. And but I'll sometimes see people recommending like epidermal leveling followed by microdermabrasion followed by skin needling. And I'm like, are you doing it just because it's a Bad and not you personally, Nancy, but I just think yeah. it's businesses. I'm like, are you doing this just because these are all like trending treatments? Like, is there a reason for doing this? What's your why? And so many people will send them to me and be like, oh my gosh, get a load of this. What do you think? And I'm like, well, there's just so many things. And I think when you understand the skin and you can back up why you're actually doing it, yeah. then I'll probably 
be more likely to be like, well, actually, yeah. that makes sense. Exactly like what you just said, because never in my wildest dreams would I think to do like leveling LED, RF and needling all in one treatment. I would be like, wow, wasn't yeah. that too much? But the way you've just explained it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I will pop the link to um, that masterclass in the show notes for anybody who's interested, because that's such an easy investment. It's like a no brainer. And I know as therapists, we get bored in the treatment room. <laughs> so yeah. I have some tools. Yeah, definitely. Like, and like you said, the boredom um, and customization, like that's something that yeah. you, know, you, I suppose if you can customize for different clients to achieve different results and it just keeps things interesting and keeps you motiva- motivated um, all within reason, of course, but as long as, um, and I definitely agree with what you said, Kelly, as long as we know what the why and the how is, like if we're doing one exfoliating treatment, one treatment, you know, so you can't do epilating and micro, like who yeah. would do that? It's two <laughs> exfoliating treatments. Um, and so making sure it all makes sense, why are we doing what we're doing to the skin and what kind of resi- um, result can we actually be achieving? Then, you know, go for it. all within reason yeah I remember um way back when when Dermapen released that you could do peels after skin needling and I was working for a different skincare uh, company at the time I was working for ultraceuticals and so many people after attending that training would come to me and say can we do a 20% can we do a 30% can we do a 50% lactic after skin needling because Dermapen reckon that you can and I'm like okay but what are you trying to achieve like who are you doing this on and why and what are you trying to achieve from it and a lot of them actually couldn't answer that and I'm like okay there's a difference between just doing it because yeah you're bored and it's something new and you're like well I've got all this I can do this in the treatment room and actually understanding what you're trying to do and like how much further it's going to get results for your clients so yeah oh that's awesome I'm going to definitely sign up to your course afterwards I love all that sort of stuff Uh, what a great resource that you have available too by the way oh um look there's a whole heap of free videos on our page like last year and the year before I was doing every week I was doing it different Facebook live so they're all at no cost or free um this year I'm just taking a little bit more of a back seat and I'll just do one webinar a month instead um weekly we're just getting a bit hectic um so and I think this year it's just you know I'll do things a little bit differently but definitely there's going to be lots of free information and if it's not free it's very affordable I'm or as an ex-clinic owner I know how much it costs to um, buy a new device you don't need to buy a new device necessarily to get you know results as long as you know how to use the existing device you've got I keep thinking too like there'd be so many people who have machines that they aren't utilizing in their clinic that they'd be like oh my gosh I didn't even think so to summarize all that if people are now listening to this and they're like I need to learn more from Nancy where can they find you how can they do training with you how can they learn more from you where are your free videos share all that information with us Lots of questions. So the free videos are on dermal, the Australian Dermal and Laser um, Facebook page. So if you go there, yep. Um, there is a group, if you've got a device or are interested in buying a device, there's a group um, called the Aesthetic, um, oh, what have we got it? The Aesthetic and Business Device Support Group on Facebook. So it's a closed group. It's for my community. So I'm going to pop your video um, our, our talk today on there as well yeah, so if I, I might do the same with mine if that's okay with you so for those who also don't know I've got a free sure. Facebook group called Skin Lovers Unite so I think it'll be 
such a valuable training for both groups. Fantastic. So let me come back to that with the Skin Lovers um, Unite in a second. Um, what else? Website www.dermalandlaser.com.au is where if they go into the learn or the shop, um, all of the different workshops are on there. So we've got a variable, we've got an LED workshop, stress skin workshop that I did with um, Yuza and with Chrissy. Um, so the, all the workshops are in there. Um, but our website has got so much information. And there's Instagram, of course. <laughs> I feel like you forget Instagram where that's where I live most of the time. So it's oh, really I know. Not everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm such a Facebook girl, but I've been told um, by my by my team, Nancy, you must learn Instagram. You have to have <laughs> See, and I'm the complete opposite. I keep getting told, like, you need to be more active on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, but Instagram. <laughs> so opposite just join them oh it's too hard that's it for anyone who's watching um in in my group or if i'm gonna uh actually i'll put this on tadley as well which is our can i put this on our page oh let's go for it i think this is like such a great resource so make sure you um if you're listening this is for my people now <laughs> if you're watching it or listening make sure you hop on to um kelly's um different social media platforms do you want to reel those off yes and you know what? i actually have so many people who listen on the podcast who don't actually follow me on socials so i'm skin queen on instagram queen with three e's um don't really live on facebook but i do have a facebook group called the skin lovers unite facebook group and um i've just started really posting more regularly in there like every day and generating good conversations different things about product recommendations has anybody had this response with appeal before? What's your favorite um, treatment combinations? Those sorts of things. So yeah, I would love to see the new faces. Good cross referral here. Yeah, well, why not? That's what it's all about. And, you know, the more knowledgeable we are in the industry, like I said, the more credible we are to the rest of um, the world in Australia. So why not? Exactly right. And the more people can charge and then the more successful we'll all become. I'm all about that. <laughs> If we can change people's lives, I'll keep coming back. And loyalty, you know, retention is such a big thing. Like, I don't think people think, oh, I'll get a new client. I'll get a new client. It's like, no, no, work your existing database. You can. Like, retention is so much more important than acquiring a new client. So I think to, like, go hand in hand with that, I think sometimes people think they need to bring a new modality in to bring a new client in too. That's not, not really the really. case at all. I think client retention is massive. I love talking about that topic. We could yeah. keep talking about all the different things. But thank you so, so much for doing this and taking time out of your busy schedule to record this webinar and podcast with me today. I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge. Gosh, oh, thank I've you. learned so much. Oh, I'm so glad. And if anyone's got any questions, they can just contact on um, contact one of my team members on Dermal Laser, whether it's Facebook or the contact page in on our website. But thank you so much for having me. I obviously love talking about devices and it just meant that I can talk more about them. Makes it easier when you're passionate about it, that's for sure. <laughs> yep, love it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's Queen with three E's. And I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.